0: Monday at 10 o'clock p.m.? No. All right, well, screw you, John Lovitz. The next best thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for John Lovitz, but don't worry about him. He's an asshole. Ooh, that one hurts. I will slap
1: you in the mouth, John Lovitz. Ooh.
2: pop culture talk and more from qpoc perspectives and all the tea sass and shade you can handle
3: listen in and tell us what you think on facebook at queer state of mind and on twitter and instagram at qsomnyc
4: Hello, New York City. It's been a long time here. I'm happy to join you on Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, Everything is so new here. It's a new studio, um, new area, new workup. I'm here with my girl Daron. Also, I have my boo Eddie here in the studio. It's so good to be back. New York is back here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We got some music coming up today. We got a whole bunch of different topics we're going to talk about. I don't know. It's just going to be an interesting show uh, for the next couple hours I got with you. I'm Ori Givens, in case you don't know who I am. Because it's been a minute since I've been up on here.
3: Yes, Barbara Walters. Yes,
4: yes. Long, long time ago, I had this idea for a show called Queer State of Mind, where I could get the girls together. And we could talk about what's happening in our lives and really kind of get to the heart of some of the issues that are really important in the LGBTQ community. And that's what we've been doing for the past almost what three years now? Four. Four <laughs> Girl, you started. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes, yeah. Was, yeah, no, it'll be twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. yeah it'll, be, it'll, it'll be four this year. November. November. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. This is cray, cray, cray.
3: That's what we met each other four years ago at uh, CUNY. I know. I'm not calling it by his new name.
4: Uh, I'm not I calling refuse. you by your name. I, I refuse. Not. <laughs>
3: I refuse. It no. is CUNY, uh, journalism school, uh, CUNY Graduate School of Journalism. I, That's what oh, it see, is. See,
4: what happens to me is I will, like, start. I will say it. I will mm-hmm. say CUNY Graduate School of Journalism. Oh, but they go by Newmark now. It's like their new name. Yeah. Like, you know, and I completely, like, because it, it, it's hard. That's, you know, it's hard to make that shift.
3: Right. And you, do you know, like, when you put like um, the 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 handles to the Twitter handles to uh, where you went to school in your um, bio, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did I do that. And um, I was updating my bio like literally this morning. And I had happened to click on CUNY Social J. And it said it was no longer active, the the, the username. And I'm just like, what? And oh, I like, thought about it. I was and like, oh, they like, probably oh, changed, they changed that it. damn name. So it's I had to new, put. It's Newmark
4: Social J now. Oh, I'll it is. It, it
3: literally and... is. And so I had to put that up so on my profile. It was...
4: has been, you know, a very interesting week in news. There yes. have been a couple of big major news stories that happened one coming out of puerto rico where there have been 12 days of protests um against the governor um ricardo ricky Rossejo and the several officials in puerto rico uh, alleging corruption there were leaked tweets um, leaked i'm sorry text messages um, with some very obscene um hateful language um, and an underbelly of kind of corruption and scandal in the government for a very long time. So Puerto Ricans took to the streets and they essentially demanded that he resign. And after days and days and days of growing protests, he finally announced that he would resign um effective August 2nd and you know some of the Puerto Rican people I've spoken with see this as a huge victory but it also sees it as a, a a showing a manifestation of how a people can come together how puerto rican people can come together and unite and show their strength and demand change for their self to declare their own you know autonomy it was a really right. amazing thing to see i don't know if you saw any other coverage around it but it was just a really little really bit cool to see
3: no, no, no none of the visuals just some headlines and stuff like that um but uh yeah it got me thinking how many of us do you think it would take to to do that and get shit done here
4: it, it you know, and, and how could you not think that, right? Because right. like, that I'm was like, hmm. <laughs> that was really what kind of you know, came out of my thoughts as well. Uh, it's like, how can we channel that energy? How can we use those strategies, those tactics? because those, you know, and they were, you know, they were nonviolent protests. There were no guns. There was no, you know, no violence. No, none, you know, I believe that there were some tear gas and things like that used by the police. Right. But, you know, as far as, you know, there was no, you know, there was no violence associated with this protest, so to speak, that, you know, we heard about. Now, I don't know, you know, I don't know what necessarily was happening on the ground. I can't necessarily speak to that. But, you know, from what we've seen in the reporting, it does seem like this was just a strong... Showing of uh, people that were tired, that were just tired and fed.
3: Truth is, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Options are none.
4: Uh, But no, I don't know what it would take to do something like that. Here, we've seen that, we've seen it in our history, certainly, for sure. Um,
3: But I don't know what would take. We're still so divisive, right? Uh, Or divided. Excuse me. Um, Yeah,
4: I don't know if we would see that necessarily in our in. I, well, I don't want to say that we couldn't see it. Right. It's just certainly possible and plausible that we see it. Um, but who would lead it? Where would that come from? Mm-hmm. What would it look like? And would it really be? What would what would we want to accomplish? Right. You know. So
3: I haven't followed like the full history of what has been happening and like the trajectory of what has happened uh, been happening in Puerto Rico. But who was it that really, really like started to like mobilize? Uh, people or bring visibility, vi- visibility to this particular movement.
4: It's interesting because there's, you know, like I said, it, this has really come, came to a head after Hurricane Maria, and we'll get mm-hmm. more into it after we play right, our, right. our track for this week. But it, it is kind of, it was building after the response to to that um, hurricane and the management of recovery efforts, but a long-standing, you know, dissatisfaction with policies and dissatisfaction with. You know, classist ideologies that have existed there, you know, mm-hmm. similar that existed here. Um, so we'll get into that in just a few moments. want to play this track for you um, from one of my favorite Puerto Rican artists, Evie Queen. Evie Queen is an amazing reggaetonera. And just a very strong advocate right. for the LGBTQ community. You pronounce the fuck out of that and word. <laughs> Those she words. Is, is just um, one of my favorites. So she has a new track called "Yego la Queen," and it is you know also because you know "Yego la Queen" it means the queen has arrived. Right. We'll be right here oh, on Queer State of Mind. I see what you did. You're there. listening to Radio Free <laughs> Brooklyn. Yego la Queen. to not queer not state not of not mind not on not radio free brooklyn not hey not that, not that was evie queen yego la queen go la queen Yeagle hey i'm ori thanks so much for joining us here on queer state of mind it's been so long since i have been able to join you wonderful people and i am so happy to be here I
5: used to joined like by
4: zaron hey girl That commercial. (laughs) That commercial. That commercial was uninvited.
1: (laughs) How
5: did you get Get here? here.
4: Yes. Nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's
5: supposed to be here. So, you
4: know, I just got to talk for a moment because it's interesting before we get into this news today. um, You know, I queer, Queer State of Mind started in... Now, almost four years ago, in two thousand fifteen in November, and we was in a basement in a bag shop. and now we didn't just blood, we got studios. It's just it's so different. It's so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jose now. Yes. We went from Andre we, to Rosé. Andre to Rosé. <laughs> Started Ooh, from the bottom. That's going to be our anniversary slogan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we need to start planning that, That means we way.
3: cannot have Andre, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Carmo, uh, until after oh, the fourth yes. anniversary. Shout out to Miss Carmo, because,
4: you know, in her grand tradition, when I pop in town, she's right. gone somewhere. Oh. Um, mm. And Miss Micah, how y'all doing? Oh, mm. yes. I say, hey girl. Nice to
3: meet you. And Miss Kelly Price, Jose, we haven't yeah. seen you in a good six months, girl, but how you doing? <laughs> how you
4: doing? In a postcard,
6: exactly. Yes.
4: So, all right. We were talking about the um, demonstrations that have been happening in Puerto Rico and the um, governor resigning last week, late uh, late at night last week. And I remember hearing the you know crowds cheering in some of the news coverage. And you know, it's just so interesting when you see a social justice movement like that. And that was a queer social justice movement. It was about overcoming oppression and overcoming oppression by LGBTQ people. And it was amazing to see people stand up. We were talking about whether you think that would happen here. I, I We have seen it. We have seen it over history. What we haven't seen is the necessary action always. You know, the reason we got the Civil Rights Acts passed was because of people protesting and demonstrating and holding sit-ins and having conversations and all of these things to raise visibility. And so this is no different than that. Um, I'm wondering, you know, where how do we mobilize here? You know, what does it take to, you know, rise up, you know, so to speak, or should we, you know, is it, are we to the point where such a thing is necessary, you know, to demand resignation of people in power?
3: I think we are, um, or just about the, uh, just about there. Who knows? Like, I guess 2020 would be a very, um, interesting time i guess we're basically are in that era of 2020 already you know like there's like still how many democratic candidates uh, potential
4: oh i i've lost count i don't i don't know yeah so there's honestly.
3: it's like literally it's, it's flipped you know yeah. from like 4 years ago but yeah, I'm, I'm also interested to see how far right this is going to go or how far left this is going to go. And, you well, know, and just in terms of, like, people rising it's,
4: up. It's interesting that you frame it in the sense of the the political process, right? <laughs> Not in the sense of, like, you know, we're going to demand change now outside of the political process. Yeah. But, like, you know, yes, we have an election coming up in 2020. And there are a lot of candidates that are working to challenge the current administration, current president. It's so many candidates that it's hard to even distinguish, you know, where is where and who right. is who. And I think that's, you know, as we get farther along in the process, it'll yeah. be important to talk about the ideas.
3: And, and I feel like the well, on the flip side with with Trump and his administration, like if you would have said four years ago that he would have got elected, we had have been like, what? And if you would have said he would have done all that he has done, said all he has said, in the last four years, you'd be like, no, there's no way. Like someone like that would not be in office, um, but he still is in office. And so in actuality, I don't know what much it would take to, you know, for people to like, like more than the people that are to rise up and to try to um, impact change. Yeah.
4: It, It is an interesting discussion because, I feel like a lot of times there is this status quo that people operate under. So it takes a lot to catalyze people to demonstrate, mm-hmm. you know, the people of Puerto Rico, I'm sure felt that they were at their wits end. They couldn't take anymore. You know, they, and that's why they took to the streets right. to make that change.
3: And also another way of looking at it is maybe do we, are we going to see our wits end? Uh, in a sense of yeah. like, uh, if Trump is kicked out of office, you know, does it just stop there or does it get to the point where, no, it doesn't matter if he gets kicked out of the office or not, we're we're done and we need something to change?
4: Well, I mean, it has to be about the collection of the evidence. You know, this is a great segue into our next topic, which was the Mueller testimony this week. Um, but it's about the collection of the evidence. It's about the evaluation of that evidence. And it's about, you know, Congress or whatever taking that action if they feel that that evidence warrants it. And I don't know if that is where we are yet. Um, but, you know, shout out to Puerto Rico. Later on in the program, we're going to have our music break with some of my favorite artists from Puerto Rico, and and we'll uh, get some, some good island vibes, um, including this new track that I haven't really listened to yet. Mm-hmm. It's come out of this... Um, this whole event with um, Bad Bunny and a couple of artists from down there. So it's, it's exciting. We'll get to that in just a moment. Let's talk about who Robert Mueller, Robert Mueller testified this week from in front of on Capitol Hill um, over the recent investigation and report. He testified before the house judiciary committee and the house intelligence committee, and a lot of people what were your first of all, what were your reactions to the testimony? Did you get to see any of it no. or read any of it through <laughs> osmosis? It
3: was honestly no. Yeah. I mean like at some point I'd like I'm not this is terrible. I know it's terrible, but I'm not gonna lie about it. I checked out, you know? Yeah. Like I just, you know, like I keep up with like the headlines like of politics and I try to not to say that this does not directly affect us, it does and you know, but I try to keep up with the news that directly affects.
4: Us. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I mean, there's like, an argument to be made yeah. that you know this is all kind of related. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him yeah. Being, you know, this is all kind of related to some of the policies and things like that that are happening. But you know, I from from the analysis, there's a lot of analysis that said it didn't really move the dial either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, I honestly didn't watch this testimony either um, because we didn't expect there to be anything innovative about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really expect there to be anything new. Um, or you know, enlightening. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what the the perspective was.
3: It's kind of like whatever, girl.
4: <laughs> um, but the key, you know, that that idea of is there any cause for an indictment? Um, I think you know that's still a question that there has to be. You know, there has to be examination. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's the process is happening. I think that you know we talked about on another show. Um just that long overdrawn evaluation process then the report comes out the report is heavily redacted people mm-hmm. want the copy of the report that's less redacted now we want people to testify and they're not really providing you know it's 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 a very long process and right. what is the end result it's costing a lot of money and a lot of time so i guess that's kind of where we we are at this point
1: yeah, yeah. sounds about right
4: sounds about right you <laughs> Ooh! So speaking of politics, this is the last politics story I promise, but we're gonna have more Democratic debates coming up next week. Is there anything that you'd like to see in the debates?
3: Uh, me? I would like to see less, (laughs)
4: less,
3: less candidates, so I can like actually start (laughs) to pay attention. Because it's like, girl, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to keep up with these people, and who? See, I actually ideas.
4: thought, um, when I when I called in a uh, couple weeks, I thought that there would be some drops of candidates. And we have, I think, one candidate dropped or something like that. Mm. But we haven't really had the drops of candidates. They're still hanging on. Right. You know, all 11 billion well, of them. Exactly.
0: Since we've had our, our reality television president, I thought we just did all elections like Survivor now. We're not, well, that's not.
4: That began, you know, if you, were, if that, you remember back to mm-hmm. the uh, primaries for the Republican Party, oh, yes. there was. Not as many candidates, but a lot of candidates. Yeah, too many candidates. But yeah, it's it's really hard to even focus in right now. Like, I just want a, I want a, a like a like a, a brochure for every candidate <laughs> with like all of their like key platform ideas. I know that black stuff. man,
3: that closeted black man. I know that black woman. Uh, right. I know that. Oh, you can't which, say that which oh, of the black say, man, oh, Who are you talking about? And then oh. that. I, um no one you oh. know and then there's that out white man you know who happens to represent the entire lgbtq umbrella like it usually is no. <laughs> and that's well, the only three that i know well. oh and then there's that the, the the vice president former vice president yeah those are the four
4: that <laughs> i know there's so many more than that
3: <laughs> i know so there's kamala harris there's cory booker there's what's his name is it peter Buttigieg? judge yeah peter Buttigieg. yeah, yeah. P-
0: Buttigieg, yeah. Pete
3: Buttigieg, uh, and uh Joe Biden. Those are the four candidates I know off the top of my head. Now you
0: know that when he's out with the girls, he's Pete Booty Judge, right? You know that's probably got to be a thing, right? No, uh, they don't. They don't call him that. I don't. I don't. Can you imagine her being (laughs) out with the girls, right? Can you imagine? (laughs) Uh, I mean, everybody lets their hair down, right? Well, or maybe not, Pete Buttigieg. Oh no!
4: I mean, maybe that. I'm I'm sure that like somebody has probably called him that (laughs) at some point. (laughs) You could not,
0: right? How could you not?
4: Yeah, some queen has probably done that. Mm -hmm. No, so when I
3: when Micah. I think it was Michael who um, told us how to pronounce his name, and you know, like it was. I think it was during the week though, of him like coming either coming out or the news that he is gay came out, mm-hmm. and he pronounced his name. I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense, George." That's yeah. like a, that's <laughs> like a name like of a that.
4: queen. If that makes
3: sense. Yeah, I like, makes sense. <laughs> that, so um, yeah,
4: I uh, I mean, well, it'll be you know. I think that we've got. We we do have a lot of time. Um, do we know?
3: Because uh, we're going to literally blink our eyes and it's going to be May 2020. And you're going to be like, what the hell? We're six months away. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, it's 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 about to happen all over again. All over again. It's literally about to happen all over again. And I'm mm. so who knows? like, maybe things will literally be flipped this time, which is a, which will be a good thing. To an extent, right? So yeah. yeah. So you know, like, there's a million de- democratic candidates. You know, maybe someone can like, you know, take Trump out of uh, office, his administration off administration out of office. But my curiosity um, lies where, like, how are we going to prevent something like this from happening again? Like, we can't ever expect for there not to be another you know uh republican president or republican administration republicans to, to hold a house or the senate or whatever uh so how do we prevent it from getting this far right you know voting i guess yeah. I mean Do, they, like is, is there like ways to like better sway some of middle middle of America?
4: Well, I you know, I think that there's interesting things, you know, as there's interesting things happening when people have conversations about the real issues that are occurring in our society and look at people's perspectives, you know, with open eyes and I think that's like what um helps to further these discussions along. You can't look at people as others and continue to look at people as others. And that's kind of what is occurring. Right. Um, And that's, you know, that's kind of the unfortunate nature of, you know, when people talk about quote unquote identity politics, you know, it is that we are very much, we have, because of survival, we have to, speak our experience as loud as possible. Exactly. And, you know, so it's, we, we also have to vote our experience as well. So I think that's really important um, for us to do. But I just, I wonder, you know, is this, this is going to be a very moneyed election. Mm -hmm. Um, This is going to, you know, there's, there's all of these different players and I just wonder if the result will be any different. Right. You know. I don't know. But let's talk about this next topic. We we don't end on I guess this is it's not really a, a light note.
3: <laughs> um, a note.
4: But it's a note. Um, so a note that
3: we're going to try to carry.
4: Yeah, we're going to try to carry her. Um, <laughs> so this has been a big discussion. Um, you know, we're we're beyond pride, but we live pride three sixty five, as as it's, people say. So got my you know, pride. right. Um, and there's been a discussion, especially throughout these pride seasons, this past couple pride seasons, about the presence of police at Pride and whether or not they should be allowed at Pride or whether or not they have a space at Pride. So I have two thoughts on that. Yeah, there's a new survey, um, you know, that was released in June from uh, BuzzFeed News and the Whitman strategy, Whitman Insight Strategies. not really familiar with them. But they released a survey that said that 79% of people overall think that Police should be welcome to participate in Pride Month events. 13% said there's no difference either way, and 8% said no. Um, when they specifically talked to people of color, 77% said they support police and Pride, 8% opposing. Um, I know. And then when people asked about corporate floats, which is also another big topic, 76% said they welcome them. Um, so it's interesting. I want to know who How they talked people- Exactly. To. Like, let's, let's see, 801 LGBTQ people, um, 801 LGBTQ people, I don't know what the breakdown is of, like, people of color versus non-people of color, I don't know.
3: 750 of those are white, gays, and the rest, uh,
4: and the rest, everyone else. Uh, so it doesn't, okay, so it says 235 gay, 135 lesbian, 366 bisexual, 53 transgender, and 53 queer non-binary, um no but it doesn't break down on race race. Mm um the full top line results of the survey are here interesting click through but what were your thoughts about the idea of police so
3: obviously like our history of policing isn't a good one Uh and also watching you know like not that i needed to watch it to feel this way but watching during Pride Month, uh, when uh, when they see us, on top of that, I'm just like, no, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be around this this system. I, uh, obviously, there's there's no choice to be had there, but you know, like I there's you know, obviously, like I, at Pride, I actually saw a man being pinned down um, on my way because they had an open space on Sixth Avenue, mm-hmm. and, you know, like the, the parade was on Fifth and Seventh. So you can walk, just walk down the street all freely on 6th Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I was walking to um, Old Navy, I think it was, um, because I was putting through my my shirt and I needed, you know, a tank top. <laughs> and so I was, I went to Old Navy and on my way to Old Navy, um, just a couple blocks away from the party, I saw a man being pinned down. Um, I left Old Navy like a half an hour later. He was still pinned down to the ground uh, when I left. He, I believe he was a white man, but still, like... It, there's so much fear and distrust with policing uh which is you know unfortunate but it's always been that way it's it's a it was built to be Mm -hmm. a racist institution and they're not here for the girls either no matter who you are um so there's that now to be fair (laughs) uh, i do think they picked the most faggoty uh uh police officers to do pride because I like when you see these police officers i am like, are you are you are you one of the girls? Are you are you one of Well, them?
4: I, I mean and there are there are gay yeah, and lesbian sexual are. Are. police officers, maybe trans. I don't know if they're trans identified police officers. I don't yeah. want to speak out of term. But right. um there are people from our community that exactly. work in all parts of uh, the F D N Y and NYPD and all parts of the government. So I get that there's a per but there's a desire for them to want to show their pride as well. And I think there yeah. should be, it's a matter of should they be there in an enforcement capacity? You yeah. Know, or maybe Columbus, a float. Yeah, yeah. Back in Columbus where I'm I'm from and mm. where I am, there was a heavy police presence at pride right. and it was off putting. Right. Um, at the same time there was also a community alternative pride that didn't have police presence. Okay. So I think that yeah. there's like, you know, the options are there.
3: Do you, you think we need protecting during pride? Like people well, get out of hand.
4: Maybe and... you
3: never know. It's just like what are alternatives? We used to. Police? to yeah.
4: We used to. Yeah. Um, even though it's ironic I'm not just talking considering about... the yeah. history of pride. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a time when you could be hurt when you marched in a pride
3: parade. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so there's that, and then there's, you know, just, like, people getting too rowdy, you know, which I believe it's pride, you know.
0: Well, and they're not just there for our protection and for us, but they're also there for the God, God Hates Facts people, too.
4: Yeah, and mm-hmm. the protection of property and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that. Yeah. yeah. You know.
3: That's what they're really there for, anyway. So. Do people actually get hurt during Pride? Like, have you seen any, like, recent reports of people...
4: Not recent. I uh, mean, you know, other than like there are usually, you know, there's maybe a, a a hate incident that might happen around pride. Um, I've heard of those, but nothing really from
3: the police themselves.
4: Like. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. Not not this year. Not not mm-hmm. this year. All right. So it's time to take a musical break, y'all. You know, we need some respite for our our very, very... um, I sound like my voice just needs Jesus. I just need Rufay. I just need (laughs) Rufay. Time to lay off? Almost. It's it's been a a minute. Yeah, so we're going to leave you with some music. I got some uh, good Puerto Rican sounds coming up for you. Um, We have Ricky Martin and Fiebre. Um, We have a song by a bunch of different artists, um, including one of my favorites, Olga Tanon, called Isla Bendita. And then we also have... Yo le llego. So I'm sorry if you don't speak Spanish. You're just going to have to listen to the beats for the next 15 minutes. We'll be back here on Queer State of Mind mm-hmm. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, make sure you follow us on the social medias, Even though we don't keep up on it, eventually we will. <laughs> and also, you can take us with you wherever you go by getting the Radio Free Brooklyn app. You can find it in all of your favorite app places whenever you want. So we'll be back in just a few minutes here on Queer State of Mind. Don't go nowhere.
7: Dime dónde es que está la herida, y yo le llego. Dónde están las mujeres, eh, eh, y yo le llego. Dime dónde está mi gente, Ey, y yo le llego. Ey, dónde es que están los cuartos, manito, Ey, y yo le llego. en punto de Mayo y te lo juro que no vuelo, 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 vuelo. ¿Dónde está la plata que el abuelo? Yo estoy arriba en otro vuelo, vuelo, vuelo. mi nietos dirán diablo que duro era mi abuelo vuelo, vuelo, vuelo. desde Colombia parcero hace rato pasamos los siete ceros sí, sí. tengo el cuello bajo cero sí, sí, sí. sorry si sueno cochero sí, sí. Colombia ya le llegó México ya le llegó Argentina ya le llegó Venezuela ya le llegó Dime dónde es que está la bebida hey, Y ya le llego Donde está la Se hace, prefiero tirarlo en el putero que en los taces llegamos al home, ya no estamos en segunda base, ey, ey, Puerto Rico, ya le llegó Chile, ya le llegó Santo Domingo, ya le llegó, ey, Panamá ya le llegó, dime dónde que está. Benito, you know how it is.
5: Sentido. Me va bajando despacito por el cuello hasta el ombligo Y sabes, no tiene cura Y voy perdiendo los modales, educación y compostura Fiebre que no descansa Y va bajando lentamente, resbalando por mi espalda Y sube a 40 grados Me recorre todo el cuerpo cuando pasas a mi lado Dime cómo hacer para quitar mis pies. Pensando en ti en tus ojos negros y en tu risa bella, yo me la paso cada día pensando en ti, y que entre tus brazos pierdo la cabeza, ven cúrame suavecito todo este calor que va por mi pena, ay cúrame suavecito que solo tú tienes la receta, yo tengo un Tu eres mi receta. Viste el doblete. ¡Ah! Demasiado caliente. ¡Qué rica la cara!
7: Es demasiada la casualidad
5: que grandes cosas pasen cuando vivimos en hermandad. Se sorprendió hasta la naturaleza al ver que tu belleza no es algo que se pueda arruinar. Y una prueba más nos prende el destino para poder dar la mano al vecino y unidos en oraciones agradecer que estamos.
7: Isla bendita. Los ángeles te consuelan. Tu pueblo precioso grita ese coro.
5: Isla bendita, corazón tienes alas, mujer. Y aunque se enfrente a la tempestad, tú no te detendrás, fuente valiente,
6: ya se levantará mi pueblo suyo. Es Hoy al 20 de septiembre con el paso. De María. Decían que la isla nunca se levantaría, que iba a desaparecer, que buscaran dónde correr. Pero nos levantamos más fuertes con más poder. La bendición del padre, con la unción del hijo. No te dejes llevar por lo que el noticiero dijo, a partirnos por el medio. No va a haber supervivencia. Y aquí estamos de nuevo desafiando la ciencia. Otro capítulo de este país, marcando cicatriz. Mi orgullo, se si hablan de PR, yo soy de allí. Puede cambiar el clima, pero nada nos lastima. Frente en alto, boricuas o Siempre Cien si veces nos caemos y
8: mi nos levantamos. Si esto no se pone malo. Nos ayudamos
5: La bandera llevamos Como quien lleva los honores Y en momentos como este No existen los colores
8: Un pueblo unificado Protegidos por la nena Pero poco a poco Mi isla se recupera Por las palmeras Más bonitas del Caribe En playitas de flamenco Y el lenguaje que revive La mano nos damos Bailando nuestro reggaeton Así todos los malos Lo echamos al fogón Ey. Y hacemos un fiestón para pasar el temporal
5: Que si no hay estará ahí Para alumbrarnos Ay, que fuera de mí Sin no. ti Que fuera de mí No que si no canten con ti Ay, tu pueblo precioso grita este coro. Hay que seguir caminando por morir que me suena Ay, Corazón tiene escuelas, gente nunca se quita Ay, Isla Ay, bendita Los ángeles te consuenan Tu pueblo precioso grita este coro Ay, Isla
7: Frente en alto es para adelante. ¿Cómo? Vamos para adelante.
5: Wow. Nunca echado para atrás. Tú sabes. Wow.
4: Back to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, that was some cute music. We had Isla Bendita by a whole bunch of different people. uh We had Fiebre by Ricky Martin, and we had Yorego by J. Barben and Bad Bunny. And I just, I love Requitana, I love the music. I also love like. Caribbean sounds like Latin Caribbean sounds. That's, that's a good cassette for y'all. We so happy to be back. Got Mr. Ron in the studio. Got Eddie in the studio. I got some stuff. I'm We, we gotta read all these. This is what we supposed to read. These things. I'm gonna read most of these. Uh, Let's see. Sure. Uh, <laughs> that's what we do on this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me read this one. So... As you may already know, one of the few ways Radio Free Brooklyn is able to generate revenue to keep our station on the air is by offering affordable podcast recording services to people in the community. If you're thinking about starting a new podcast, you just want to get yours out of the kitchen and into a professional studio where it belongs. RFB offers a low hourly rate, which includes a technician, so all you need to do is show up and record. As a special thanks to our live listeners, we're offering amazing discounts through September 1st. Just use the coupon code uh, QSM when scheduling, and you'll get 20% off the cost of your first recording with us, just go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash podcast studio and enter your coupon code to get your discount. Again, that's radiofreebrooklyn.org slash podcast studio and use the coupon code QSM before September 19th or September 1st. Yeah, that's cute. And you know, I think it's really uh, there are a lot of people that talk about doing podcasts. Um, but sometimes the technical things are a little bit difficult. So if you're wanting something that you can do that you won't have to do with the um, deal with the technical stuff. Um, then you can come here and have us do it, and that's great. So, what we talk about next? I don't even know what I got up here. Um, let's have a key. Oh, let's have. Oh, a that the, this, this app, this Oh, app. yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It, that's much more fun than the topic that I had <laughs> So, um, you know, how do I start
3: this conversation? <laughs> oh,
4: Lord, I mean, <laughs> I'm a little
3: rusty. You did like Whoa. you did like the smack of the mouth and the swallow at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, you
4: know, in our community, we're always finding ways to connect. <laughs> Right. Um, It's very important for, you know, us to build relationships, (laughs) so to speak. Yeah. And we use technology a lot of ways to do that. And, you know, we talked about on the show previously when Craigslist uh, went away. Um, there was kind of a hole.
0: <laughs> in it never the- a hole. Oh, I wish
6: to get it right. <laughs> I know.
4: Why didn't she call? Oh, I was supposed to get her the phone and number. Oh I my. know she's gonna have some stuff to say about Holy. that. Oh, I hope she heard uh, that. I hope oh. she was listening. I see, you know I enunciated that for her. Um, oh. but um, there's a new app that you know allows people to connect that's not the one i have <laughs> i'm trying to find the the airphone number um but there's a new app that allows people to connect it instantaneously almost called uh sniffies and so sniffies is an app you can be anonymous or you can create a profile and you log in and it shows you all the people within your area similar to grinder or all that Bye. Um. But it like, it's very much like a GPS map based. Map based. So it's like you see the people that in a map that are closest to you, um, that might be interested in connecting.
0: So it's like, so who, who are the homos in your neighborhood? And uh, push the button.
4: Yeah. yeah. So they it's all... it's interesting to look at, you know, pop it open.
0: Penises we and asses just pop so it up.
4: <laughs> inclined to do so. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, there's been a lot on there. Wow,
0: there has been.
4: Don't did... be, uh, uh-uh, don't be fretting. There's, there's oh, me. Oh, really? I'm a lady, of
0: right. just a little shady. <laughs> you silly. So, uh...
4: all right, there was a a situation where there's a man, uh 78 year old man, I believe, 71 year old mm. man, uh, oh. in Tennessee who wanted to be buried or have a funeral at a certain church he's you know suffering uh from an illness and he's very close to dying and the pastor of the church won't allow the father to have his service there because his son is gay and so the Pastor has not really made comments about it, but says the the son said that the pastor was not going to allow them to have the service if the son was going to take part in it in any way. Um, Where is this? This is in Tennessee. Oh. It's <sighs> just such a, you know, it, it's you know we talk about denied accommodations all the time, but yeah. this is really odd. You know why? It's a, it's a funeral service, mm-hmm. but you know, remember back in the day, you know, when people were dying of AIDS, there were a lot of places that wouldn't hold funeral services for people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, a lot of churches that wouldn't perform funeral rites for LGBT people, but this isn't an LGBT person. It's, it's the father of an LGBT person, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, because I support my son, I'm not going to do your funeral. Like that just seems really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I mean, do you think the church should have the right to to say no? What are your thoughts?
3: My thoughts are fuck them. <laughs> I I, I, I think, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Fuck that bitch. Whatever. Mm. Find find a place that will bury your your father. Mm. Um, and fuck them. And, you know, blast them on. You know how I, I feel about cancel culture, but you know, like blast them on. You know, social media. You know, mm. though They might lose business. They might not. I know?
0: I feel I feel the church is you know by their own laws the church should not be doing this because i mean you know he, there's there's nothing about his sexuality that's going to be involved in this funeral um there's there's no there's there's no real grounds and so they're not they're basically they're they're denying him a religious service that's for you know for the burial of his father and they're not they're not giving him Uh, You know, they're not giving themselves the opportunity to do what they call witness to a person where, you know, they they basically like sell their religion. So like there's a there's a whole passage of the Bible that says, you you know, you, you need to position yourself to be able to witness to people. And when you're denying religious services to a person, you're denying yourself the opportunity to witness to them. So you're basically breaking your own rules because you're
3: ignorant. Welcome to
4: 2019. Yep.
3: Yay. Where you say fuck them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but let's end the hour on a positive note. So uh, there were some fabulous wedding pictures that hit the internet recently of a queer Indian couple they are like killing Instagram boyfriends Amit Shah and Aditya Madiraju tied the knot in a traditional Hindu wedding ceremony this is from Queer Tea in New Jersey and these pictures are totally gorgeous there's like flower petals they're wearing like traditional like clothing like they're just like they're amazing they've gotten thousands of likes on Instagram and you know, it's just amazing to see the marriage, uh, so to speak, of the culture that they came from and LGBT culture, and, you know, that their families were supportive. And, and they, they said that their, you know, their family's support, not to assume that they wouldn't be, um, you know, but it just all came, they said, quote very organically and Yeah, I'm sitting
3: over here with no husband, so whatever. Uh no, she'd be being bitter drinking her rose. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm joking. I'm not yeah. there yet. Oh, I'm man. only thirty. I'm not that I'm not bitter oh, yet. Right.
0: So yeah. you, know, you got so lots you of got, time.
3: You got yeah, I got lots of time to be bitter or not be bitter. No, it's we'll time to, to find that husband. Come on now.
4: Uh, 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 she's um. on the road to bitterness. She's, she's a journalist. <laughs> right.
3: That's a part of a part of her. Right? Oh yeah. This well, a, there, rest, yes. restaurant
0: reservations bitter it, it, party of If one. we're
3: specifically talking about that, <laughs> then that's another story. <laughs> that is what that is.
4: It is. That is certainly certainly what that is um yeah that is certainly what that is um but yeah that was super cute i love like queer international wedding photos there were some photos that came from like a um traditional south african wedding
3: oh um
4: like uh like different tribal traditions that were represented and it was very very cute and like i'm just glad to see like non you know to be quite blunt non heterosexual non white images of queer love. I think that's really important.
3: You know? Does someone have marriage on the mind?
4: oh no. see why you even have to do that I will slice your throat right here on the air and I shouldn't even listen, say things like that because I'm in a contract I'm just kidding listen, I'm going to slice her throat listen, it's,
3: it, 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 it's, 12, it's a euphemism it's 12.57 on the hour it's not hour. even the messy hour yet you need to wait four minutes to be messy <laughs> but you just you just saw me down at um, that
4: rosé <laughs> yeah, I mean he's not even going to be here in the second hour you could have yeah. waited to ask that <laughs> I mean, question why are you trifle I'm <laughs> about to blow oh. your whole spot up <laughs> I can't Ooh, girl. I, I'll, I'll be Listening. Go ahead and call in, girl. I'll be we listening. gotta blow her spot up.
1: I'll be listening. Uh-uh,
4: don't do yeah, it. We gotta no. blow her spot up. All right. Coming up in the second hour, we got more queer state of mind. You know, Lil Nas X, he is doing it. I didn't even know. Like, I was I knew about the song.
1: How'd you not know?
4: I know that song no, song? No, no, I knew about the song. Oh, okay, girl. And then I did find out, you know, that he was gay, but I didn't put mm-hmm. it together like until like towards the end of Pride Month. And I didn't really get like I'm gay from that tweet that Well, that's when it came said. out. Yeah, and he was like, just yeah. be clear, y'all. Um, so it's like the gag of the summer, yeah. which everybody's here for,
1: but he's it's still, still number one, still number bitch. one,
4: record longest number of songs. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the impact. Yeah. We'll also talk about, I guess the bachelor. Cause I don't know why. No, I do know why. Apparently they're adding like queerness finally, although it's women. Oh,
3: so, oh, you know. oh okay. But oh. at
4: least they're, they're, that's
3: a little yeah. toe in the water. Well, for the, for the uh, hetero normative well, yeah. gays. We'll, we'll, yeah.
4: Yeah. Hey. yeah. Well, mm we'll we'll talk about that yeah. and i got some trance music because sadhu don't like that so
0: oh, okay. <laughs> oh you should call in sadhu i know you should really call in because i'm, I'm out of here <laughs> yes so. we got a whole nother tell them about music Sadu. Oh, Let them know. thanks for joining us tell them the
6: truth. yeah we're gonna listen Thank to you. uh
4: we're gonna talk about uh black mental health month um mm-hmm. talk about mental health in the queer community talk about our own you know Experiences. I got a new good therapist and I'm gonna share my thoughts with y'all. That's all coming up in hour two. So hopefully you will stay with us here on Queer State of Mind here on Radio Free Brooklyn uh, because we got mo stuff for you and stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back in just a few moments. And while you're doing that, you know. Also, pop up your other device. Make sure you go and subscribe to us and make sure that you um, subscribe to Radio Free Brooklyn as well. So we'll be right back.
0: Missy
3: Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I see what you did there. <laughs> I did there. I appreciate it. Amazing, this remix will literally give you life.
2: Okay, yo, we're listening to Curse of the Mind. I'm gonna let these queens calm down because they Ooh, do. <laughs> they're doing Whatever. the most. I'm All right, do what, I
1: want.
2: what is happening? What
3: is happening on the record right now? say your girlfriend, like, oh, no, this is my good, Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean?
2: Right. Ladies with an attitude, girls that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Time for the messy hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Good afternoon, Brooklyn. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your temporary host for the day, the fabulous Ori Given. Bitch,
3: you are Barbara Walters. Stop playing. I, I,
4: <laughs> the girls don't need to know all my history. Yeah. I'm happy to be joining y'all she today be on, to on her. the show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She was going to say something. Uh, oh,
4: did Sadie say she was going to call in? What's she doing?
3: Uh, eventually. She's going to probably try to pull a Whitney Houston like you do.
4: Oh, yeah. And you know, just, that's pop, like up just pop up randomly. I'm like, ah, what's happening? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's it's it's flashing, but I don't know if she's on a line.
3: Oh, did you? Is it? Because is it, I know this is. Yeah. Just. I think no. you just got to. Oh, maybe I just got to answer the phone over here. Hold on.
4: Well, yeah, I don't know. It might not be flash because she's on it. Check check the line. See if she's on there. I don't know. She might be on there. So it's the second hour. We got some more music coming up later on. We got some trance happening in your life. I got a cute throwback track that I love from one of my favorite artists, Miss Peppa Mache. Uh she did a remix of Freeway of Love and it's just everything. And I just put a dag I didn't know there were so many. There's like 80 million different remixes of this daggone song. Uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna play the one I know right here on Queer State of Mind. You're listening to Ready Free Book. We'll be back in just a moment with Mo Um Drama, because we're gonna talk about some drama.
1: Freeway.
4: Welcome back to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. That was Freeway Love, done in the style of Pepper Mache. I mean, by Pepper Mache, <laughs> she's one of my like. She's like one of the quintessential like I got my divas. Yes. I got my yeah. Oh, I keep on to, like. <laughs> I had turned the thing all the way down, but it's still um. That's interesting. I don't know how to, I'm still learning. I'm learning this new this new setup. You know, girl ain't been in here in a while. I don't know how that worked. It was showing up down, but anyway, anyway. So I lied. There wasn't really no drama that I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to get y'all to the next segment. Uh, <laughs> so there might be some drama later. We'll come up with something But anyway, Lil Nas girl, Lil Nice X doing it. He been on the had the number one song for how long? Let me check. He didn't hide for the record.
3: Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, the 15 16 weeks.
4: Six. 16 consecutive yeah. weeks. Um uh, before that, I guess it, it, even though it's not on the country chart still, and there's still uh you know, there's still kind of a discussion on whether or not the song is actually actually it's, country. It's
3: a country song. It's um, country trap, but it's a country song. Yeah. Um Billy Ray Cyrus is country as fuck. Little Nas X is country as fuck. Um, Country country is not, you know, white people. It's, you know, like, it's...
4: Although there is apparently, um, according to this Advocate article, it says the country charts has been topped by the get-up by Blanco Brown. And Mm -hmm. apparently Blanco Brown is a black artist.
3: Yeah, I think I have heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently.
4: I'm Googling, because I just... Or some black um, artist. Ooh, he cute too. hey. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. All right, I've had to listen to this song. Let's we just you know since we can since it's the radio, let's just let's just see what this song sound like. Do I'm it. curious. We'll debut it on the air. <laughs>
3: Which song, uh, uh, Blacko Browns?
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they did that just to spite Little Nas X, probably, probably. Uh, yeah, they probably did just because you know of all the like bad press they got yeah and it's like
3: yeah you know you can't say that we're
4: right you can't say that we're racist there's there's a black person on the chart right now right right, so here's the get up
6: right now i just need you to get real loose get comfortable grab your loved ones or grab your love partner and if you're by yourself no worries just follow after. To me, I yeah. wanna do the two step, then cowboy boogies. Grab sweet sweetheart and spin around, do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it, don't throw down. Take a step with it and lean back, put your hips in it. Let's have some fun. Oh. To the left, to the left now. To the right, to the right. Now take your left hand and put it on your side. Gonna roll your shoulders. Do the slip and slide. This next part's my favorite part of this time. The Gonna do the two-step. Then Cowboy <laughs> Grab your sweetheart and spin.
4: So, I mean, we've had a little twerk in here. But the thing is... It's so, like... I mean, I don't see the distinction sound-wise between that and Lil Nas
3: Yeah, Old Town Road is a little bit more
4: trap, but it's
3: still a country song. Yeah. He just has, I guess, a little bit more... Maybe he's more twangy. Yeah, yeah, that's because of that. Uh. But it's a hip-hop... But you know Same.
4: there is legitimately a black man with an important song in country right now, so yeah, here we are, 2019, y'all. Whew. 2019. Actually, that's not the first time.
6: Is it? Yeah, for sure.
3: But it's just like. Give little Nas nice X's dude. Yeah. But it's because like, not only you black, but you also gay. <laughs> so we can't have that. We can't have that. Uh-uh.
4: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's like,
3: we might as well put RuPaul on the motherfucking charts then. Uh, uh, uh.
4: RuPaul needs to come out with a country track just to be funny. Yeah. Ooh. So it probably would hit the chart. It probably
6: will hit the charts.
3: How do you feel about uh, Catitude? Let's talk about Catitude for a second. Have you listened to it?
6: Gonna do the church Then, cowboy. We're hard <laughs> that's why now i
4: figured out what yeah, i was yeah. doing wrong yeah. i don't know how to turn the knobs
6: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a first
4: for you i've been doing television for the past couple of months and i forgot how to do radio so
3: yeah catitude is a, a miley cyrus song off her ep oh, she is coming oh i forgot Featuring. About her. <laughs> so nasty She's still a thing,
4: okay. Uh, she she has a song with RuPaul
3: mm-hmm, called Catitude. Yeah, we played it on the wow. radio. Uh, it's it's a it's a the song. I kind of is enjoy, it cute? It's kind of cute. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to listen to it after the show.
4: I'm not gonna give the airwaves more of that, but oh. you know, <laughs> I no no no, we already played it on the air <laughs> yeah, anyway. We so it, so it, it's okay. Yeah, some
3: weeks ago. So yeah, <laughs> we're What's
0: good with all sound.
4: Anyway, I don't know what that was. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh it's just so, the studio is so big too like we, this is by far the largest studio space we've ever had at radio free like it's ginormous right um I, like ginormous like it's like giant and it's air conditioned praise god
3: yes you know we got that together we girl. have upgraded we got that together
4: still got the bogart studios cute
3: yeah we still got that studio i like it here yeah
4: yeah well i'm glad y'all i'm glad even got though this upgraded.
3: looks like hostile the, the horror movie You know, (laughs) outside. We do
4: we do need to decorate a little bit. Maybe I'll be on the decoration committee. I don't. (laughs) You would be the decoration (laughs) committee. (laughs) So apparently, do you watch The Bachelor? No, I don't either. But some people do. (laughs) Those people are really excited that The Bachelor is finally going to feature some same-sex action. A recent release trailer, according to Queerty, for season six of Bachelor in Paradise, which I guess is a spinoff of The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. I don't watch The Bachelor, so I certainly don't watch a spinoff. Have you ever seen, there's this new show called Love Island, which I've sort of kind of gotten a little, like, I will watch it, kind of, because it's on before Big Brother.
3: Yeah, I don't watch Love Island, or Are You the One? I don't watch any of those love datings. I don't really like them, but Love Island is just it's, now, just ratchet, so it's kind of funny. If they bring back favor, Flavor of Love or love I Love good. New York, yeah. I'm, oh, <laughs> so on.
4: so what you're trying to say is there's a lack of melanin in these love shows? Oh, for sure,
3: and it's just, yeah. you know And it's weird. It is. I like think a demographic is like, yeah. Uh, we need eighteen good... to forty five year old white women, so you know,
4: <laughs> we're not that. Um, but anyway, right. there's a queer-identified woman on this Bachelor in Paradise, and she apparently has some, you know, fun with some women on the show. Which, mm. you know, visibility is important. I feel like they made it the most mm. kind of palatable. But mm-hmm. okay, you know, it's it's it it's sounds like for
3: head-on gaze, not gaze, but gaze z, with the z. z. Yes. Oh, she says she is on the line.
4: Oh, okay. All right.
3: Oh, here she Just is. Press
4: the buttons.
3: Hi. Miss Carmo, you, you there? Here? I've
2: been here. You've been slapping your goddamn gun for like all meets me.
4: Oh, so I did notice that the light was going, and I was like, I think she might be here, but I couldn't operate the knobs. Yeah. I, was turn, I was turning the volume up, and I was, was, was turning the volume off the am over here on the line.
2: This bitch guy, gonna go ahead and turn me off.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you
2: don't feel real, real good, dude. You're talking about a bachelor's and this, I mean, this bitch and that bitch. I'm talking about a bachelor's this like, bitch that bitch. Oh, you know oh the, you girl, you ain't been on, on that long.
1: You only been on a minute. You yeah, got to oh, on you the line hosted. for
2: the whole you show. You only posted. I'm impatient, girl. You can't do that to me.
4: Hey, queen. How you doing?
2: Girl, I am living the life. Girl, I'm at a lake. Girl, I'm at an estate,
3: honey. Yes. Are you
2: sunken? Huh? Am I what?
3: Are you sunken? Sunken? What? Sunken. Are you in the sunken
4: place?
3: Are you in the sunken place, girl? Girl,
4: no. Girl,
2: I'm African. They're not gonna kill me.
4: (laughs) I can
3: see her with that get out wig on. Being.
2: You think this motherfucker's gonna get me? No, child. So it's a. It's a lovely place. So I was come kind of on my way here, honey. You know, I was sitting in the lightweight dark face, drinking my vodka, listening to Tori Amos. Oh, that's and cool. I know you say something. And I got to what's the address? It's like it don't have no address. Oh, thought, oh okay. So I got here, girl. So um, it's a there are about um ten houses on the estate with a full lake in between it.
4: Oh, nice. What like area? Oh, girl, area. Yes,
2: girl. Everybody got a house, girl. It's very, very lovely. Very, very nice. I'm having a very, very lovely time. I just, you know, yes. want to call in and talk to you because I'm sad yes. that you're not going to yes. be around when I get back. I know. I know.
4: We just in and out, girl, for this wedding. But um, I hope to come back later on in the summer.
3: Wait, when is this wedding? Was it Was it yesterday? No, oh. it's tonight. It's the, oh, it's tonight. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. No, because I
2: I, I haven't had an Ori Gibbons um a special host in such a long time.
4: Yeah, no, it's you know been, you went all the go in. and you would have laughed at me too because I'm in here messing up. I don't know what I'm doing. I, girl, a let me tell you I think I'm yeah. in dead air at the top of the show. Oh, you know it's bro. uh yeah it's this it's is thing now like everything you, no you changes, girl.
2: Uh, <laughs> do you like the new? Do you like the new the, the, new, the new new studio? I do.
4: It's very large. There's lots of space. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I know, I know. So what you guys been talking about? I, I love to see you talking about The Bachelor or Bachelor. Yeah, or something. we
4: talked a little bit about politics. Yeah, The Bachelor going to put um a queer-identified person on, so that's that's nice. Mm. Um, but what, uh, a really uh, man us. or something? It's no, a woman.
3: it's a yeah. woman making out with other women. What else happened? Oh, Willow white... Grace
4: got canceled. Oh, oh I awesome. did. Awesome. so disappointed. Yeah, I, I watched it. It was good. I d- it didn't keep my attention. Um, but I watched it, like, and I would turn it on and watch it every so often. Um, you know, I still
2: watched it the other day when I had that um, guy, Luke or whatever, with that woman. I, I just, I just had to. It was, it was entertaining.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was entertaining. That's something I want to see every week, you know. But you know, I also don't want to watch the girls every week. I'm, I'm sorry, Mm-mm, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a place to receive watching a girl where all the men's running around on TV. You know, my bitterness not gonna take that. Yeah. You know, I admit that. I know who I am. You know. Self-awareness <coughs> is right. very important, girl. That's the whole... A girl, you know, girls, whatever, i are trying to be supportive. I was like, girl, I, I want to support that. I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, what you been watching yeah. on TV,
4: what's your shows? We I put no time in here to talk about the show. Well, you know what,
2: girl? You know, I watch my Pose. I watch yes. my Love and Hip Hop, my uh, uh, Atlanta. I watch my Housewives. Um, I actually, you know, been watching a lot of back back TV and all that stuff. So it's been really, really good in that sense. But yeah, I'm just, you know, trying to keep the kids together and all of that. Um no, mm-hmm. no good, not much, but you're message just you and Duron today.
4: Yes, Justice. We had Eddie on earlier for a little bit. Ah. And, oh, uh, fantastic. And now we um now we're gonna be talking about uh black gay mental health later. Um Oh honey, that is very, honey, very important. It is. It is mental Trust health me. month, minority mental health month, black mental health month, and it's very important.
2: Um, i'm gonna put my two cents in here right quick before yes, go ahead. i jump off here because you know i gotta get back to the estate, girl i gotta get in the canoe on the yes. lake um hey, man if they don't see me i'm gonna tell you what i mean. i'm gonna go ahead and send you in there, right
3: what right
2: the girl if you book. see a teacup run bitch i'm out <laughs> um, i think that it's a very very important i think it's actually time for us to start um just recognizing things in ourselves that are mentally affecting us yes and i think a lot of times people don't express themselves to the thing they don't they shouldn't react a certain way mm-hmm. um like I, like i'm saying to you like right now say i don't I, girl i'm going to be watching the show of a man trying to find another man i'm going to look crazy because i'm going to be loudly jealous you have to admit things to yourself it seems right. stupid
4: you have to right. know your
2: boundaries. No, you have to uh, know your boundaries and what you can and cannot take at the moment, and work on you know receiving things mm-hmm. instead of just you know holding things in because you know us as that gay men, we don't get to sometimes experience what our counterparts' parts do. Yes, yeah. so true. You know, so,
4: absolutely, you
2: know. absolutely. And so, I don't so, Ron, think we, we, sure- we don't do a good
4: enough job of of opening up those discussions and opening up those conversations.
2: Absolutely not. I don't think we do that, and you know, we do that a lot. But, all right, well, I'm going to let you kids run this. I just want to call and put my little two cents oh, in. we appreciate it. Uh, be sure, you. next week I will be running the show, and I'll also have a potluck on Friday. Oh. So be, be sure to listen to my potluck, y'all. Yo. You know, I'm going to be doing a night of the opera on Friday at 7, and then, you know, Saturday I'll be running the question of mine again. So be sure to listen yes. and promote myself. She'll be all right. Back. Mr. Ron, I love you. I love you too. You're doing well. Love you, you too. Missouri. All Thanks right. So? Remember teacup. You
3: see it, run, bitch. Girl, I got my
2: own house, girl. <laughs> no, uh,
4: no, no, literally. I love. I'm it. in
2: my own house.
4: Yes, All right. queen. All right, girl. Have fun. All All right. Right.
1: I will. Send to call. Say hey.
4: Over. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's good to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> what Miss Micah doing? Where's she at?
3: Oh. Uh... Uh, uh, she's you know around <laughs> me and Micah <laughs> or Nika, or Rashad we don't, we one don't the know three. which one she is today <laughs> yes. no but uh, yeah she took she took the weekend off too Um, she might be doing some travels right now <laughs>
4: oh good for her good for her well we're, she's with us in spirit yeah, so
3: no she's not <laughs>
4: <laughs> but
3: she was listening
4: in so she was listening in oh I miss you girl we'll have to see you next time I'm here Aww. let's play some music girl because it's dang this hour these two hours it, just go it's, so fast this 122 girl oh damn, yes. damn and then when we come back and these are little long tracks so when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit about mental health
3: Let mm-hmm. um, me get drunk so i can get loose to open it up yes, like that and that's yes. also something to talk about like not opening it up about your shit you know
4: well it's interesting i listened to this really good podcast um about on something it's talking about just you know it's talking about subspecies specifically talking about um, this person struggled with marijuana, but it's really you know one of the things that he really said was addiction is addiction. The substance doesn't matter, and that could be anything from hmm. sex to. i think in that. Who's that about the <laughs> Did you feel attacked? Because I surely wasn't talking about you. Oh
3: no, I did not anyway. feel attacked. I actually don't. So feel when we come
4: back, we'll talk about mental health. But for right now, we got some cute dance music for you. I got Tiesto's remix of Imogen Heap's "Hide and Seek: The In Search of Sunrise" track. That is my favorite from. Forever ago. Um, we've got Show Me Love by Above and Beyond. we got No Sleep by Martin Garrix. It's all coming up on Radio Free Brooklyn Queer State of Mind. We'll be back live in just a few moments. Stick around, get your dance on. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: Utrecht, can I have your attention, please, for a very special announcement? They just played an amazing set for you and
7: I would like to welcome back to the stage. Please make some noise for Above and Beyond.
6: Hey, Utrecht, how you doing?
5: So, uh, back in the early 2000s, early 2000s, in fact. (laughs) We used to work with this guy. We exchanged a few remixes, and um, we had a good time doing it. And we thought, why the hell haven't we made a track together? So uh, tonight we're going to play you a little something we've been working on. It's going to be released on Armada Music and Angina Beats.
6: And it's called Show Me Love.
8: Peace out, man.
7: This is a world premiere of Above and Beyond and Army Van Buren. Are you ready for this? I said, Are you ready for this?
4: Welcome back to Queer State of Mind on Radio Hi, Free man. Brooklyn. We almost forgot we were supposed to be back on the air. We just sitting here talking, catching up.
3: Yeah. Thanks we were already, us. you know, you know, having a key key.
4: Having a key key. He was like, fuck the rest of y'all. Free key, right, right, right. That occurred. It don't matter. All <laughs> right. So we want to talk about something a little bit serious, but you know, we're gonna do it in our way, because you know that's how we do. This is mm-hmm. National Minority Mental Health Awareness
3: Month. So and, when did it start? Did it start literally July 1st?
4: Uh, it started July. Yeah, it started July oh, wow. 1st. So I no um, this is a month where we work to raise awareness about the particular concerns of minority communities with mm. regard to mental health. And, you know, I've done some reporting in this subject um, and across all outcomes, there tends to be a disparity <clears throat> among African American communities, Latino communities, Asian communities, and access to healthcare, mm-hmm. um, as we all know, but particularly with mental health, there tend to be those disparities as well. Um, not only in discussing mental health treatment, um, talking about it, getting over that stigma, but also um, accessing, you know, therapists and psychologists and, and wellness providers. And
3: ones that look like you, who identify with exactly. you. Exactly. How about that?
4: Um, you know, for me, it, it was really important to seek therapy, um, I think you know as a queer person of color, we've endured lots of trauma mm-hmm. um, and I think the first step to overcoming that trauma is recognizing that you have um endured it, and to overcome that, you need some sort of outlet to process and heal from it, yeah you know whether that's therapy, whether that's hobbies, whether that's You know exercise whether it's a combination um you know growing just growing up and living um as an lgbtq person as a black person and certainly as a person with those identities together um that trauma is something that you know all of us experience to some certain extent you know everybody doesn't experience it in the same way certainly more parts of our community experience more of it than yeah, than others, for sure, um, but across the spectrum, mm-hmm. you know um, there are needs to take care of our mental health, just like we take care of other aspects of health. Um, you know, if you look at just statistics from the um, health and human services in comparison to 41.5% of youth receiving care for an episode of depression, um, 35% of Black youth and 32% Hispanic youth receive that treatment. Um, so there's a little bit of a difference in just that access. Um, and, you know, there is a lot uh, caught up in the idea that the people that are providing this care a don't always look like us or understand our experiences, yeah um or b um, can't you know speak to ways that can help our experience you know don't have experience dealing with trauma from our perspective um and you know sometimes even hostility towards LGBTq people is found in um, these treatment spaces. Um, but you know it's it's important to, to kind of why you know wrap up my rant. Um, it's it's important to you know to seek care wherever you can. And in New York City, has a lot of resources available for people to access mental health services. You can call three one one. You can access Thrive NYC. I think it's called and and reach out to counseling services uh, no matter your income level. Um, and I think that's really really important. Um, and we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about um, you know mental health enough you know we you know we're quick to label somebody crazy but we're not so quick to sit with a friend if they're having you know a rough time and talk to them about what's going on and really open up to them um, and allow them to open up to you you know it's really hard for people to do that Um, so girl what you know i'm curious to know from your perspective like what have you done, um, you know, to deal with the mental health stress issues? You know, I feel like all journalists face, all mm-hmm. men of color face, you know. All
3: um, in face. the last uh, few months, I have realized I have not done enough mm-hmm. at all. Like, you know, sometimes I will talk to the girls about what's happening in the world of Duran. You know, they would talk to me about what's happening in their world. Um, but ultimately, I feel like I am not doing enough and i think it's the identification of what's you know wrong i think that's very important like oh you know like i'm I'm having a rough time but it's not necessarily you know trauma or this can be me just venting or complaining about what's you know someone who don't piss me off but digging deeper into like the actual um what's actually going on i'm like oh fuck this is actually stemming maybe from this and that and the other all these things are they're connected and it's boiling all up you know (laughs) and so like i'm also one of those one of those girls who think that oh well you know people other people in my life are going through x y and z what i am going through is nowhere near that level so therefore it's not important like to like seek help for or to like really you know you know dwell in it or you know dig deeper into it because it's just it's not on the level of what other people are experiencing and that's you know it like it is like ellie uh, mcbill said like someone asked her like why do you think your problems matter than other uh more than others she said well because they're my problems uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean not to say obviously <laughs> <laughs> they're my problems but still like i'm not going to spend more time on them than needed that's yeah. kind of my has been my mentality to it and i'm realizing that maybe that should not be the mentality towards that
4: i think there's you know when i was i i i one of the things that i found in, in talking about this with with providers is that you know we in our society tend to wait if like there's a scale from Mm. one to five yeah and mental health is you know one is like i'm healthy i'm great Mm -hmm. five is like i need to be institutionalized Mm -hmm. because i'm having severe trouble um or i need to seek acute care Mm -hmm. um we can't wait until it gets to five like we need to start looking at it at three you know like where's when it's like well i'm not feeling you know one way or the other about life you know because that's an indicator there are indicators you know that we can see within ourselves and we can see with other people and sometimes they're just you know they're temporary um but other times they do mean that there's something longer or something more serious um happening you know getting you know becoming less um Interested in things that you used to be interested in, people that you used to be interested in, um, withdrawing from friends and family, um, using substances more than you would have normally used substances, um, or uh, eating or exercising or having sex more than you normally would, um, those can all be indicators um, of something happening uh, with, with your mental health. Um, and, and I think it's, you know, again, it's important to talk to your friends and family about it. People in your life, your chosen family or your biological family, whoever you feel comfortable with. Um, and, you know, talk with professionals if you feel that's something that you need to do. And those resources are out there. Um, and it's especially important for us. You know, they, they talk about specifically in the black community that we kind of have ingrained trauma in our DNA mm-hmm. from, you know, slavery and from all of those experiences of our ancestors. And, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't want to think that I'm just born with trauma, like, uh, but at the same time, like, if you look at all of how those legacy policies have affected our communities over time, it is like you inherit trauma. Yeah, it's the
3: trajectory of of oppression and marginalization. Right. It's hard to escape. It is. Even when you do have money and power Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. of another class as a black person or a person of color, it's still hard to escape. People will
4: still look at Oprah Winfrey and wonder if she's supposed to be where she's supposed
3: to be. Yeah. You know? There were places overseas that would not allow her to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not yeah. sure where the... I can't oh, remember. Was, the...
4: I think she was in Switzerland one time. Yeah, they like you know questioned her. Didn't yeah, you know, and it's like this Oprah. Like no. she's like the, the Oprah. The Oprah, right? Like you know, there's like d- there's no other Oprah. So it's you know, it there is no to other any. person
3: white women love more. Right. Well, and it has
4: <laughs> you know has amassed such a wealth and a clout mm-hmm. internationally that, you know, she's as close to a white woman as you can get as a black woman. Yeah. You to be blunt, you know. Exactly. some people might disagree with that assessment, but when I you're talking about
3: it shouldn't but those terms
4: yeah. in the context of privilege ascertained. Yeah. Then it is what it is. But it's still the end of the day. Yeah. You're still. Like- honestly on the topic of mental health, I find own to be very, you know, beneficial like some of their programming, um, you know, even Eonla in a certain sense, but like some of their programming is just very wholesome and, and centering and, mm. and positive.
3: And some of it actually does deal with trauma. So it's, yeah. it's like a balance. Yeah. And because Oprah does get behind like projects that are tough to watch, like when they see us, mm-hmm. but are necessary. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, her her network does well, give you... Well, she
4: endured trauma, and I think that's so right. she comes from that place of, like, understanding yeah. the impact of that and yeah. knowing the power of the medium that she has to help other people. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, this month is kind of why, you know, it's a focus on minority mental health. But I think everyone, this is a year-round thing, you know, taking care Um because we have so many stresses in our lives, whether it's jobs or family or school or, you know, just living every day, wearing your hats, your identities, um, you know, it's, it's important to take care of that brain just like you take care of anything else, you know. But that's just my two cents, you know. I know no therapist and nothing, you know. I got journalism degrees and got no <laughs> mental health. Journalism degrees, degrees. degrees. Yeah. Well, well, actually technically the only one. The other ones in linguistics, but anyway.
3: Well, still. Yeah. Well, you have degrees. Degrees. More yes. than some girls have.
4: Oh, oh, girl. I don't think I have any. What else we got on here? Let's see what we could talk about.
3: That was a quick happening. conversation. I yeah, really like, want to get to the. Uh, yeah. You
4: know, it's 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 almost two o'clock on a Saturday, so that's probably the
3: most. That's probably as much um i that's probably the farthest i have opened up about black mental health recently on the show um yeah recently on the show because i just feel like how how you approach that conversation also matters absolutely really good
4: oh so what shows you watching girl
3: oh i'm one episode behind on polls i need to catch up through hulu yeah. Um, <laughs> I just had to clarify. Like I actually do use the streaming services legitimately to, to <laughs> watch my TV and my movies. Um, but yeah, I gotta uh, catch up on polls I'm one episode behind, so I gotta catch up on this episode. Maybe I'll uh, I'll do that while I relax this evening mm-hmm. before shenanigans shenanigans yeah. yeah that's a great word for it because uh-huh. i was just like oh, how do i put this, gonna <laughs> call this? Um, what i do has class <laughs> I
4: pose this season is a different experience from pose last season
3: how so we'll, we'll see if we're on the same page or we'll,
4: i yeah. you know it's i feel like we're more so we're more invested in the story and the characters. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. And we're going to view it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they've attacked, like they've gone a, a layer deeper mm-hmm. with some of the issues that they're discussing. Yep. Um, it's like, okay, we got you now. So let's talk about some stuff. Yes. Um, I, oh, I don't want to get into spoilers. So, um, you know, the recent events with one character mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that
3: kind of. Are you all caught art, up, by the way? Yeah, I'm all caught up. So there's actually, well, recent events for two characters, but, you know, I'm, I'm not sure which character you're talking about. Yeah, there is. But, yeah. I haven't watched the last episode. I didn't so. really
4: watch that. I have to rewatch that episode. The because, last one? Yeah. From the Tuesday. We we'll did that this afternoon. Yeah.
1: We'll this yeah.
4: Because um, I don't really, I know kind of what happened, mm-hmm. but I don't know in depth what happened. But the one before that, when something happened... <laughs> That was hard to watch. And, but I think it was, you know, it's like, and there were conversations with the girls and like, is this like, just like trauma porn? Is this like, you know, for us to talk about these issues or for to put it in front of white people? I'm about to say some shit. Okay.
3: I think that, well, I don't, I'm kind of going to pose this as a question. Do you think that sometimes we call, Anything that deals with trauma, trauma porn, or just like you know, uh, it's like one of
4: those buzzwords.
3: Yeah, it, yeah. not even I mean, just trauma porn because that's actually the first time I've ever even used that or even thought about that. I've never ever oh, actually really? seen that word. Yeah, uh, but that makes sense because you call anything that is you know uh, capitalizing on something or uh, damn, I cannot think of the word right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what do they use to, to, to describe Thirteen Reasons Why? Like, it's it's not necessarily raising awareness. Oh, it's um. Uh, uh, uh... Jesus what is that damn word it it is that's also glorifying, about glorifying yeah. either glorifying capitalizing the word is gonna come to me after the damn show uh-huh. um but you get y'all get the point um it's it's almost like fat not even fetishizing that's actually not the right word no. either that's not the correct term um but y'all get the point uh I think that we have a tendency to use that type of language whenever it deals with something that's traumatic. And without actually taking a step back sometimes and like, okay, I maybe yeah. I can't watch this or watch this right now, mm-hmm. but is this necessary? Do
4: you think that there's any credence to the argument that we see a lot of violence against LGBTQ people, but we don't see enough thriving of LGBTQ people?
3: And I always say this, like, that's the flip side to it. It's not—it shouldn't be about the fact— that there is a storytelling around um, the trauma that LGBTQ people face, people of color face, women face people with an intersection of those identities face. uh, But the fact that we don't see uh, a diversity and intersectionality and uh, of those, uh, of, of our people and our experiences of our, of our circumstances, Um, because the circumstance doesn't, it it might be um, intertwined with, you know oppression or marginalization or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we don't experience happiness, yeah, our date in life can't be something that's you know like is something beautiful, something that's fun, something that's adventurous, like why can't we just see um a romance between a day and a romance between a black? trans woman and a latino trans man just to like throw something out there mm-hmm. you know like just something why like can we just see that random but that can yeah. very much so or exist like why in can't i see life.
4: like you know a career story mm-hmm. of like a, uh, you know trans person making their big break or yeah. like uh because i actually see some yeah. of
3: that on facebook too yeah like even people that i follow on facebook i'm just like you're making money moves right now right. and it's not fucking easy but what you're doing it is it's is important and inspiring and it's gonna pay the way for so many more girls, hopefully. Mm. Um
4: we just need to bring in people on the show.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And but still like we need more visibility around those type of narratives too. It should be a variety of narratives. We should not erase the trauma that we have faced, the trajectory of the trauma we have faced and the trauma that we are facing. It's all connected to each other. Uh, we should not erase that from like the narratives that are being put out there, whether we're talking about media or entertainment or real life discussions, because all three kind of, you know, interconnect into each other, but we should also see visibility, vi- visibility around our happiness and just, you know, our lives and experiences more wholeheartedly um, than what we have been seeing. And I think, with Pose we have kind of seen that or or starting to see that you know like sometimes I do think certain storylines are kind of rushed through like the one that you're that we're talking about Mm -hmm. it was just like like what the fuck I mean like this could actually happen at any given moment but then it was just like oh there was no build-up but there was no build-up to it but then again should there have been a build-up to it because this is literally how it happens happens, you know
4: well girl it's it's, it's almost two o'clock girl
3: oh
1: damn alright thanks for listening to Queer St. Mind <laughs> y'all thanks yes. for having me on bye yes. see bye. you next week